There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Ryan Kelly, morning after. On KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. I've heard it said that the thrill of romance can be like a heavenly dream. I go to bed with a bread or juicy Ox is off, but uh, Nards. What up, dog? I feel like we don't hear enough of the coming arts anymore. Yeah, I agree. I can't hear anything because Aux is off. Oh. Yeah, can't have any YouTube violations. Yeah, that's right, Doug. I had to move locations so I would get power. Jackson, I think we're going to have power now. Where so are you now? The, uh, I am in uh, one of the dining rooms of the Butcher's Club here at PGA National, mm. uh, the bar at which I was doing the program. Uh, the, the electrical outlets were not turned on, and so the laptop that I am broadcasting on that I'm looking into, these baby blues are peering into the mm. souls and the holes of the audience right now. Now, I'm going to turn to my, what do you call it, a laptop? Yeah. My laptop is over here, and that is where I uh, read stories and texts and, and things uh, such as that, which says at the very top from King Fupa, hey, Iggy, fix the YouTube feed. Oh, why won't he fix the feed? He knows darn well we have problems with it from time it's to time. Not in. What? And yet he gets assignments from Minneapolis. Iggy Sorry. won't fix the, the YouTube feed. Uh, we've, we've had issues with it flicking on and off live. Um, so, you know, Is that right? Yeah, What's going it's been on? weird. Like, I would leave and at like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, Jax would be like, hey, the live feed's on. Make sure the cord is securely plugged. I don't know what it just would turn on. Like, is our the Michelob Ultra Studios haunted? Look, it's it's happened only a couple of times, and I'm not for sure exactly what happened this time. Um, We both looked over, and it was it's back up. We're chilling. Yeah, we're yeah, we're good. It was up all last segment. So, is there a possibility this studio is indeed haunted? (sighs) Mm -hmm. Think about that. The ghost of stations past. Oh, we have a lot of people that haunt this place. A lot of our former co-workers and employees. You're getting out some new snacks. I can hear the, it opening up. What do you got? Uh, from the 314, the YouTube stream is down. Oh, and it's no longer down. Point. Now it's starting. Now it's starting. Okay. But it's up. So now it's it, starting up. It's definitely up. Okay. I got to tell you, on my end, it's down. No. Uh, that no. old stream would have been down, but uh, the new one we just started is up. Should we people. turn it off and turn it back on? Well, it's, uh, it's, well, the, it the live stream is off. That. Yeah. It's on. <laughs> That would be like... Uh, only 10 people are watching, so I guess it's confusing people. Uh, yeah, but now I see it. Now I see my new setting. Doug, you can see the... Can you see the chandelier over my... Hold on, let me see which figure out. 
It's my right shoulder or is it my left shoulder? I can't I really the see the computer in the studio that's got Here, the I'll YouTube see if I can, picture up. I can turn my, what do you call it, laptop? Look at that chandelier. You're a big chandelier guy, aren't you? Yeah, I love a chandelier. I like swinging from them after a good time at a party. Sia uh, sang Chandelier, 2011? I don't know I the years, Tim. What do you I'd, think, Jackson? I don't feel real good about that one. Don't use any of your bankroll in that play. Oh, yeah. You were a tad, uh, Way off. tad early. 2014 is when that was released. Ah, mm-hmm. ah, I just ah. walked in and heard Doug say, I like swing. From the chandeliers. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear chandeliers. Just... Well, you missed it because you were out on station business. Chandelier won MTV Music Video Award for Best Choreography. It's awesome. Right. So sick. Is that the Liberace uh, movie? Uh, here we go. Uh, for most couples, sharing a hobby is usually something like cycling, do-it-yourself, or art classes. But for childhood sweethearts, live in Gage. Doug, you like a gentleman named Gage? Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. Leisure activities are a, a bit more spicy. The Lincolnshire couple who have been married for 11 years are keen swingers. What are keen swingers? I don't know. <laughs> Very good at it or... <laughs> and I enjoy spending their spare time having shacks uh, with other people. Uh, some people go dancing together. Some people go to the gym together. And swinging is our little hobby. Liv tells the sun. Uh-huh. We've been doing it for about five years. And we love the lifestyle. Flight attendant Liv, who's 30, and account manager Gage appear in tonight's episode of Sex Actually with Alice Levine. Oh. Anybody know Alice Levine? No, I've not met her. I'm not familiar with her. Jackson, do you know Alice Levine? I'm looking her up now. Sister she's of Adam. English radio and television presenter, narrator, and commenter. Oh, I bet she's on HD2 over there. Yeah. <laughs> They're seen welcoming a couple into their home for a coffee and a chat about golf. Don't say a coffee. Before the foursome... <laughs> Fan page club championship before the foursome disappeared to the bedroom for quote unquote playtime. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. In an exclusive chat, so Gage and Liv are not talking to anybody else. In an exclusive chat, they reveal the surprising signs that help swingers spot each other in a crowd, including an upside down pineapple, pineapple in a shopping trolley. Oh. God bless America, Doug. We just had it confirmed right here with a chandelier behind me. When you're at a grocery store these days, do you ever. Find yourself looking around for pineapples and other shopping carts. God, I guess I got to do that and see what happens. I always Iggy, is that a real thing? It. When I'm in the grocery store, I always forget to look. No, it's a made-up thing, just like the story's made up. Oh no, so no, it must not be. No, 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 no. I, I think it's just a urban legend now. Everybody's going with it. Mr. Smith would now, know. Call in Smith. Yeah, Mr. Yes. Uh, yeah, we have a number. And uh, what about, uh, who else is involved? The Joneses. Um, yeah, the Joneses. Doug's glue guzzler, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote, the pineapple motif has become big in recent years, says Liv, who wears a gold necklace featuring the fruit. It's a way to wear a sign discreetly, so it might be a necklace or anklet with a pineapple, and that's usually code that they are into the lifestyle, although you have to be careful how you ask. But on a recent holiday in Cancun, Mexico, there was a woman in a full-on pineapple dress with pineapple shorts and a pineapple shirt, so they were obvious, obviously into it. Mm. Mm. While the upside-down pineapple in a supermarket trolley, you like that supermarket trolley instead of cart? I don't care for it. I don't care for it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, or pineapple jewelry can be a sign. Gage says it can be misconstrued and lead to awkward conversations. You can ask them, quote, are you in the lifestyle? But if they look confused, then you say, ignore me and run. He chuckles. Oh, Gage, what a card. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be nice. You don't know what Gage might do. Big partier. What an animal. Party animal. Another sign is a black wedding ring. I didn't know the black wedding ring was the thing. I, I see a lot see of black of those. wedding yeah, rings. Yeah, I do too. Wow. That means they're Iggy, are you aware of that? I knew there was some kind of ring. I didn't know it was black. No, remember the... Wasn't it a toe ring? <laughs> Claire's? I don't know. No, I think yeah, that's Claire's just their, toe their, ring. They're down. Be specific. They're down for the anal. Oh. Um, oh, that's what it was. I, I, a ring can tell people whether or not you're for anal? Oh. Something like that. But I, I think there was some kind of like ring. a toe ring on like the third toe or something. Your I think it, was, I could, think it might have been a black toe. ring on your middle finger or something. I have, a, I have a friend who bought a very nice house in Chesterfield a few years ago and very conservative couple and family. And um, on the house, one of the bricks was a pineapple. You know, it was in the, they had a picture of a pineapple on one of the big bricks. And he was so confused. Nice. That, Why in the, in the world would there be a pineapple on the front of my house? And I told him that it could be that the previous owners were swingers. And he was, yep. he was horrified by that. <laughs> Horrifying? He said, he said, that can't be the case. I said, well, look it up. That's the symbol for swinging, apparently. And he did, and he was, then he was horrified. Why would he be horrified? Because he doesn't want the world to think he's a swinger. Well, cover over the pineapple. It's well, so I, great if former guests just randomly show up. Hey, is this the Nesco uh, Halloween down swinging here? party? Saw the pineapple out front. You open? Doug, I've never heard this one. What is pampas grass? Pampas grass in the garden, once considered a symbol of swinging, is now a thing of the past. What is pampas grass? I don't know. Anybody heard of that? It's kind of like floating seaweed seaweed that I talked about uh -huh. before. Yeah, it's just a just a type of fluffy grass. Oh yeah, got a got a little white flower, kind of like yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Okay. Live and Gage met when they were 16 and 17, respectively. Engage proposed on Liv's 18th birthday. Five years ago, while lying in bed, she told them she was bisexual and would like to delve into sex with other women, and they began to look into hookup sites. Quote, we were shocked at how many people out there are meeting up with other couples, says Liv, who talks about it at, as Vista Wife on TikTok and Instagram. Vista Wife, if you want to look up Liv. Well that makes it seem like she might be real. Yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah, you know, if you're going to fake the story, you don't put out a fake name on Instagram and no. let people go see it and it's not there. Is there like an uh, underscore really or anything common, there? But uh, finding a single woman who wants to hook up with a couple is rare, so we decided to branch out. We met our first couple six weeks after we joined, and on the first meet, there were no expectations. We were just going to head over for a drink and see how we felt about it, but we went all the way. Gage admits the first time nerve-wracking. You meet one person, you marry them, and that's the only person you have sex with. So when you go outside of that social norm, it's treading new waters, and you don't really know what to expect, he says. But the couple that we met were so welcoming and helped ease us into it. Gage is very happy. <laughs> well, it's not easy to keep Gage happy, because he's just a, an animal is what he is. It's the best way to describe him. Just all over the map. Gage is insatiable. It is. I know, and has been since he, since he was a young man. Well, I don't see a Vista wife. I see it, but nothing comes up. Oh, no. Don't tell me that we've been hoodwinked. Is there an underscore? Uh, let me see. I'll go back up to that portion. I <laughs> click on the Instagram and see if it goes to a link. It goes to a link that just describes what Instagram is on the sun.co.uk. I'm starting to get suspicious. Now, I do see a Vista wife, but there's a Vista Needed. underscore wife. Need that info. I'll, yeah, yeah, what I'll, is Instagram? Sorry, exactly. Well, maybe it is because it says, I'll be there, will you? <laughs> Click the link and get your tickets. It's called Swing Hub. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, she's not bad looking either. 
Mm. Well, that's not you. Maybe that's she'll por- join us on the program. That's a porn star. Oh. Well, are you interested in joining that? Well, I'm going to follow her. <laughs> okay. Will you Good be morning. Watching me Old on Clueless X-X. Boomers buying former swingers' homes for 100000 cash over asking price and having to spend thousands on custom tuck pointing to cover their home's tramp stamp is my new favorite thing. That's mm-hmm. from Kevin's brother, Jack, and then his last yeah. name is Demo. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they always uh, pay for that. Somebody house. wants the name Gage the Animal for their next name, Jackson. No, nobody wants Vista Wife? <laughs> uh, Peg Diaz just sent in Vista underscore wife. Maybe that's the Yeah, that's it. I'm following her. I'm actually, <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm, and I'm messenger, messaging her. What are you saying to the gal? We just talked about you on the show. Do you want to join us from over the pond? Huh. She's attractive. So you're interested. She's piqued your interest. Yeah. They may go to Hito. A lot of people from England go to Hito. Oh, you may know. You there may we have go. connected with her already. There we go. Well, we'll see where, where it goes. See where it goes, yeah, absolutely. See where it goes. Yeah. Don't tell Pompous Gage. grass is not floating seaweed. If you don't know an answer, don't shout it out, you burnt leather jockstrap. That's oh. from the Veiled Prophet. Well, you know what? Floating seaweed is a made-up word I made up from Golf <laughs> Rival. So it's not even real, idiot. Hey, So you made up a word, and he's an idiot for calling you on it? Yeah, he's saying it's not even the same thing. Well, I guess not, because there is no such thing as floating seaweed. Well, what what happens to seaweed? What, it just stays under It's the just something on golf golf rival, where I get on a hole, and the, the, there's this these seaweed grass, and it's just floating back and forth. Yeah. And I was at Gateway National one day, and I was back on this big fluffy rough. I said, this is like floating seaweed. Mm-hmm. And Tim asked me what floating seaweed was. Yeah. Well, this guy's an idiot for texting in. Well, it's just I'm getting tired of it. Just calling me a liar. When I'm, yeah, I lied. There is no such thing as floating seaweed. Oh. If black wedding rings are some kind of swinger tell, then there's a hell of a lot of Melville and Bayless grads digging ditches combating the Provel cheese sweats that are into the lifestyle. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. The Provel cheese sweats. I think maybe I've had that a time or two. Yeah, I like that pizza. <laughs> I know a guy who carries around an upside-down pineapple just to cover up the fact that what's really happening is his wife is cucking him with a younger, hotter gentleman from a better part of town who doesn't pass off his $300 summer membership at the local Muni as a country club membership. That man's name, Orson Woods Wacko. Oh. That's from Mr. Licks, and they continue their war, yeah, unfortunately. Not happy with each other, not in the least. Not in the least. I carried a uh, pineapple through the lobby of the Sandals Hotel. We yeah, stayed yeah and it seemed like it worked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got no takers. You held it high, too. You didn't try to hide it. I had to carry that damn pineapple around the entire damn trip. Mm-hmm. It was getting so gross and sticky. I watched that, and nobody seemed to know what you were doing there. Nobody was really... Yeah, they weren't They weren't down for the cause. They I weren't guess. swingers. Yeah. They're lost. Had there been swingers there, I'm sure you would have been mobbed with offers. I agree with that. We just put it in the corner during the the Bengals-Chiefs game, mm-hmm. like a like a fly trap, seeing if we can catch any <laughs> any swingers. And whoever was there at the end of the night, you know, we'd say, hey, what are you into? <laughs> uh, Mr. Smith is furious. He's trying to call in, and he says, nobody's answering, Jackson. Yeah. He is calling you out. Answer B- to it. Biff Answer is telling me now. the same thing. Biff has been calling the whole show. That, this Biff. <laughs> what do you think of Vista Wife? Biff fell asleep on the air, and he's got the audacity to be upset. Have you seen a picture of Vista Wife, Tim? He'd like another shot. I have not. My phone is charging at an outlet like 20 yards away. I'm outlet heavy here. Can you see that on the camera? 
Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, from the picture you're showing me, she looks uh, wonderful. It's tough. To, she looks like Carly Gray from the picture you're showing me. Anybody, Doug, you familiar with Carly no, Gray? I think no. she retired. She would do scenes with uh, Keisha Gray, friend of the show, and Abigail Mack. What about Carly Mr. Smith, Gray. who wants to set the record straight on this stuff? Is he on? Well, apparently he's calling. Maybe Biff has a solution to it all. Uh, while Jackson uh, tends to the phone lines, which are 636-9004-TMA, I'm going to tell people about Big St. Charles Motorsports. Right. New sponsor here on TMA. Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. -side. One that's big in power, performance, and comfort. Enter the first-ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. Available now at Big St. Charles Motorsports. The Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew has loads of power thanks to a 999cc engine and a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission. It delivers serious performance, sporting a hefty hauling capacity and a 2,500-pound towing capacity, both made easy thanks to Honda Innovations like tow-haul mode and self-leveling rear suspension. When it comes to comfort, the new Pioneer 1000 crew shines, giving you best-in-class comfort for six occupants. Hop in the back seat, and you've got shoulder room for three and leg room to spare. As for durability and build quality, we'll let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Big St. Charles Motorsports at I-70 in the Cave Springs exit and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe crew today. It's Big St. Charles Motorsports Dot com. I was out there last week. They have a huge showroom full of bikes, over 1,500 units in stock. It really is a destination dealer. For your safety, read the owner's manual. Wear a helmet and eye protection always. Wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Honda side-by-sides are for drivers 16 years and older. It is big. St. Charles Motorsports at I-70 in the Cave Springs exit. Or go online at BigStCharlesMotorsports.com. And let them know you are a TMA listener. In less than half an hour, we will have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. The morning after, at InsideSTL.com. Compete against the greats. And right now, Kevin Miller is leading the Design Air email of the month standings over Hey Barry. And pronouns are he, him, and whole. Mm -hmm. Doug, Mr. Smith is on the phone. Oh, lines. good. Morning, Mr. Smith. Hello, Smitty. Oh, hit the line there. How are you? Hello, Smitty. What's up, fellas? Well, Live what's the word? Sarasota, Florida. Oh, just south of Tampa. Yes. Gorgeous area. I was in the process of banging Mrs. Smith, and I heard my name come over the radio. So yeah. it's kind of like the bat signal. So okay. there you go. So you got, hold on. I just there want to be clear on that, Doug. What that means is that when they are engaging in coitus, they are listening to us. Absolutely. Really? That, that's hot. Who's so? Okay. Well, damn straight it is. That's why Mrs. Smith insists on it. Mm. Wow, very nice. So we were wondering if the if the pineapple thing is real, if that's really a sign that uh, invites other well, swingers. Absolutely. absolutely, it's real. Now, it? We've been down this road before. Yeah. Yes, the pineapple upside down in the cart in the shopping aisles. Yes, that is a true sign. Hmm. Black ring on the right finger, true sign. On the right, right Purple hand. Rock in the right, radar. right hand. Purple rock in the front yard, swinger. Huh. Pretty simple. Huh. I don't see a lot of purple yeah. rocks. Who's looking? Uh, <laughs> go out to uh, Newtown, quote unquote. See how many rocks you see on those porches. Really? And so if it's you see that, do you just knock on the door and then the next thing you know, you're engaged <laughs> in an orgy? Uh, 
you know, you might stop by, say hi, you oh. know, inquire. That's all. You can do it very respectfully, of course. Yeah. Well, do you carry your own purple rock when you knock on the door so they get it too? Or it's got to be kind <laughs> yeah, of an awkward I got the conversation. Black ring on. I got the black ring on the right hand. Doug. Have you? I do. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And you ever have so people, how are you fellas? Do you ever have strangers come up to you and say, "Hey, I saw the I saw the ring." You're a swinger, huh? Yeah, a- actually we have. Really? Uh, fellow swingers. You know, they, right if you know, you know. Yeah. Now what about what I was told at Hedo Smitty that if the door is open just a crack, you're welcome to watch. If it's open halfway, come on in. That is a thousand percent true. Oh, at least in wow. our experiences. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, there's always there's always voyeurs at stuff like that. So yeah, the crack door thing. But if it's wide open, that's an invitation. How's the swinging situation in Sarasota? <laughs> uh, not sure yet. Going to get out on the golf course tomorrow, Doug. Oh, Looking and that's to that. where they will be working on their short game. <laughs> Absolutely, you kidding me? Wow. Just like the family golf center, right? So you look for purple rocks, upside-down pineapples, and black rings. Those are your three signs. Yeah, black ring on the right finger. Okay. People working right on their 10-yard pitch shots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice That's shot, exactly buddy. Right. Black mm-hmm. ring. Want to go back and bang. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's good to hear you, fellas. The show has, has never been better. Like the HD2 stuff, it's wonderful. Well, fabulous. Thank you, Mr. Smith. You're a gentleman. Thank you. So, what do you, what do you want? What do you want to look out for uh, when you're at the golf course? How do you know if you might have a friend of the feather? Well, you know, you again. I like to talk, and who doesn't? You know, right, Iggs? We love to talk, correct? And if a little bit too much, quiet, according to some people. Yeah, well, you know, there's always going to be haters, Iggs. It's all good. If you just inquire and be respectful, yeah. You know, sometimes people would just laugh it off. I've gotten some weird looks from women before, but oh, have you? They, but they all, yeah, but they always they smile and kind of laugh it off, but it's with that nervous laughter, you know. <laughs> yeah, I would think swingers could pick up on other swingers. Like if you're out and about, and Mrs. Smith is looking at another couple, and the the girl kind of looks at her. I think those swingers kind of know. Hey, I think they're down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, Ig. Yeah, there's a definite vibe. I I don't know how or why but but there is you know and it's not like we're out there flaunting or anything it's just it, there's a certain air about swingers i guess is the best way i could put it huh. what is that error confidence wow doug uh, huh. is the swinging Happiness? is the swinging hub of the st louis area still the blue sky cafe <laughs> apparently it once well, was <laughs> <laughs> there there are uh, interactions there, of course, but there's wow! You talk about exploding now. Oh, really? Here around here around town, there's probably mm, at least a couple, two new groups, and so there's more venues coming online, quote unquote. And we go from St. Charles. There's events held in the, out in St. Charles. There's events held down in Jeffco. There's events held in uh, the city. Actual events? It sounds like a banquet. Yeah, well, it is. It's a sex banquet, Doug. Oh, nice. Put that off. <laughs> That's the title of the segment. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been sex over? Sex banquet. Have you ever been over to, uh, I don't even know if they still do it, but that uh, Centerville PTs on weekends where 
mm-hmm. a lot of swinging going up on the stage. Yeah, they ha- they still have couples nights over there. That's nothing we like to get into. Nothing wrong with it. Just not something that we dabble in, quote unquote. Yeah, I mean, if if you like people watching you, that's the place to go because all these pervs are lined oh, up around sure. the stage with their flashlights, just mm. looking. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, there's a lot of thirsty dudes over there, eggs. Yeah, I, I was dating a Cut that off. I was dating a stripper one time, and we went over there, and I didn't know what was going on, and but she just started what getting on her knees on the dance floor. Oh. Next thing I know, there's like nine flashlights on me. Uh, on you? Yeah, they just look for action going on, and then all the flashlights just kind of... These guys go there with these long coats on, and they got a, bo- a pocket full of batteries in case their batteries go out in their flashlights. What in the... Where do you hang out? Well, it was a long time ago. But it was the weirdest thing. Oh, that kind of... You'd be surprised. I'm sure that kind of stuff still happens now. I, like I said, there's just a lot of thirsty dudes. Mm. Uh, Mr. Smith, someone has texted in and says, hanging different colored loofah pads from your golf cart signifies <laughs> swinging at Gosh. the villages. Is that you know, accurate? That's stuff that, <laughs> hey, they, so down at the villages down here, yeah, they got something. You're at the villages? I thought you were in Sarasota. Isn't the villages its own well, little I'm world? I'm in Sarasota, but I know about this villages thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they, they go around with, with these different colored loofahs. Like, red means, you know, you're just a watcher. Ugh. And yellow yellow means, uh, you know, you may bang just dudes. Whatever. Oh. I mean, they, they've got like seven or eight colors. I don't know what. Why are they loofahs? That's so hot. So like I'm going to be driving around in my golf cart at the villages, letting everybody know on my way to play team that I just banged dudes. Oh, dead skin all up in there? No wonder there's so many STDs down there. Isn't the villages like one of the fastest growing towns in America? I, I think it that is. That speaks to what uh, Gage was just saying in the article I read, yeah. that everybody is banging everybody now, and it's wonderful. Uh, just keep the loofahs out of right it. on it, isn't it? <laughs> All right, fellas. Okay. Go back to banging. All right, Smitty. Yep, Mrs. Smith is waiting. Uh, all right, there was Mr. Smith Great call. In, giving us some insight. A wonderful call. And who knew about these loofahs? I mm, never heard of them. so vile. Oh, I hope they're not used. <laughs> oh, like yeah. you go from the shower to your golf cart with that greasy loofah. Isn't that what you rub over your stretch marks? Yeah, it's like well, you you put the soap in and you. It's a great. I mean, I well, I use a loofah, but I don't oh, necessarily. Do. I don't hang it from my car. That was Danny Noonan was supposed to use that on the old lady at uh, yeah. Candy Shack. Yeah, Mrs. Havacamp. Yeah, please uh, loofah my stretch marks. Right. Uh, that. What's the name of uh, Judge Smale? What's his first name? It was a ridiculous first name. I'm gonna pull. It. Was it Thornton, or was it Th- Thornton was in Back to School with the great Rodney Dangerfield? Doug, was that Sally Kellerman, and she was the voice of Hidden Valley Ranch? Am I right on that? Has anybody uh, well, seen my I nurse? Think it's oh. Ella Hugh. Ella Hugh Smales. <laughs> Ella Hugh, won't you rub <laughs> my back? Hugh. Yeah, Ella Hugh. And then Spalding. Right. Double farts. <laughs> now, if you ever get a chance to play golf with Smitty, dude, he's a the fun guy to play with and a lot of good stories. It's just nice All to right. have a, a, an expert swinger. Who can correct us on well, some yeah. of the things I mean, that we don't know about? I mean, about. he's real. He's not made up. He's he's lived the life. I've just participated in it. What's the difference? Well, he's a swinger. I'm not. I just get asked by couples if I want to join them. <laughs> All the time. Sure. I'm not How a swinger. How could they resist you and your drugs? Well, back in the day, they couldn't. Mm. No one could resist it? Now they run the other way. Mm. Well... 
That was a fun few years when I was getting all these couples. About how many couples did you get? A happily married couple would see you and and your fake Rolex, no, and your Miami Vice outfit, and say, "We we must have you in the bedroom." I'm talking mostly. <laughs> I'm talking mostly Hedo. Okay. You know, I'm not out there in swingers clubs because I'm not a swinger. I wouldn't want to be a swinger. I mean, if I had a, if I had a wife or girlfriend, I wouldn't want her to. I want to sleep with this other dude. You want to watch? No, I don't. Do I have to watch? Like that would make you a cuckold, no? My whole thing is like, you know, if I was in the lifestyle, I'm bored, man. I want to, you know, I'll go play video games, roll up a BZ. Let me know when you got to get done. Do I have to actually sit there and watch? Critique? <laughs> you got to critique? critique? Or I get critique? Break it down. Excuse you have to me. turn in a report? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, you're just a very was... loving husband. Then it says, ah, I don't feel like the night, honey. Just go do what you want to do. But isn't that a cuckold? No, sure. not if you got permission. No, I, I let him do their thing, yeah. <laughs> so what would Cloudboy be in that situation? Well, he wouldn't be a cuck if he tells his wife, go ahead. A willing simp. She's not, uh, it's very simple. A willing simp, Iggy, is that what it's called? Mm. Yeah, it's very simple. I mean, if, if the husband says... So it's a says, willing simp. Yeah, if the husband says, go do it, I don't yeah, care, enjoy ball. yourself. You're not cucking because he just told you to do it. Oh. That, that's called willing simping. There's no I way guess. that could be simping because you are having sex with the person on the regular. You couldn't be simping. Simp, simps don't have sex with the person they're simping for. Simps? I don't I know. it would make you a cuckold. No, I don't know about simping. <laughs> All I know is cuckolding. And there's only two forms of cuckolding. I don't care what people say. I don't care what porn stars say. Yep. There's, you either get cheated on or you get berated. There's only two kind of cucks. Well, I can't imagine anyone likes being berated. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a kink. And we don't kink shame. I kink shame. Sure I do. Well, if, <laughs> if, it's, if the guy is asking for it, it's not a cuck. But if he doesn't want to be berated and he's forced to sit there and watch his wife have sex with somebody else and be called a loser. That's a cuck hole. And a micro ween. <laughs> that's a cuck. Sure. Sitting over there with the cuck dunce cap on, sucking a thumb. You've been there too, haven't you? No, I've never been. I've never <laughs> have been. Have you ever berated a gentleman? I don't believe I have ever. You berated. told the one guy back off, Spielberg. Well, I was just—he <laughs> was getting a little too close, and I didn't need you to tell me what to do. And was he also nude while he was holding the camera? Well, oh, hot. Well, he didn't. He wasn't filming. That was. Uh, Merle was doing that. Yeah. Was Merle nude? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Why, why did Merle I didn't. Naked? That really, that really kind of threw me for a loop when he's filming and he's naked. Why the hell are you naked? Put some clothes. Just filming with naked. Well, you go to a baseball game and wear a jersey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, guys, I've heard that if you uh, in, down in Jamaica, if you wear a yellow diaper, it means that you are a lonely <laughs> lady boy looking for a good time, oh. whether it be with a man or woman. That's from the three one four. Jackson, that, that poor yellow diaper. It wasn't even Instagram close post. to a diaper. <laughs> it was closer to a belt. Yeah. How could anyone just like? If it was like a diaper is like something you'd sit on like on a swing, you know, like the toddler swings. <laughs> that that would make sense if I was wearing that. Then, but it was like it was a cummerbund. It was a belt, and I can swim. I didn't need it anyways. Can well, you imagine if that was a nude nude catamaran cruise and you had that cummerbund on while you're naked? Yeah, that, there would be a lot of problems oh, with that. Oh. I shouldn't be nude with your coworkers. <laughs> Uh, hey, Rick, will you and the boys be parading pineapples and loofahs around the foothills when you guys go to Gatlinburg? That's oh, from Little Tommy yeah. Trippins. Yeah. I mean, we might bring some tropical fruit. I don't know if mm. any of it will be uh, 
pineapples, but maybe. How would the other fellows react if you were to take a pineapple into the, the <laughs> barracks with them and just kind of make sure it's upside down and <laughs> put your hands on your hips and look around and say, what do you think, fellas? With my pelvis slightly <laughs> tilted forward. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> most of my friends listen to the show, so they would pick up on it. They would. Gareth does. Uh, Gareth actually listens to Balloon Party, which is shocking to me because <laughs> oh my God. he hates really? St. Louis sports and he and he's like from lives in Chicago and has no interest in St. Louis sports, but he doesn't listen to TMA. He listens to Balloon Party. So that, God bless. He says because I talk on that more and he wants to hear me. So I was like, yeah, it's kind of according, according to the data, you talk 9% of the time on TMA. And I would say you probably talk, oh, what do you think? 37% of the time on Balloon Party. Yeah, I'd say that's about accurate. No. Yeah, so... I mean, I guess uh, Gareth just wants Gareth more wants of more of you. Man, uh, who could blame him? Well, who could blame somebody for contacting uh, CD or Doug, and they are at Longo Biggs. When you are injured, it's a confusing process, but what they do at Longo Biggs, they take the hassle out of your hands. Most people don't know how to even begin an insurance claim, but they will walk you through everything. They are TMA listeners. They grew up in South City and South County, and they know St. Louis. These giant out-of-state law firms don't care about their reputation in the community. Longo Biggs does because Longo Biggs is here. They accept all personal injury cases but focus on car accidents, trucking accidents, and catastrophic injuries. They make the entire process easy for the client. Most cases have some sort of obstacle or complication. That doesn't mean they will settle your case for less. Go to longobigs.com. That's L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S.com. It's Longo Biggs. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about All it right, right what do you right think? Now. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to base my decision on advertisements, but I would base it uh, knowing how great these people are. Yeah, Longo Biggs, he mm-hmm. and Doug. Uh, Jackson, have you seen... Creed 3. I have not seen Creed 3. I look forward to seeing it, though. Uh, I didn't realize that this was turning into what it's turning into. Boxing may not be the draw it once was, but boxing movies are apparently still capable of shattering records. Creed 3 was presumed to be a solid performer at the box office, but the latest film in the Rocky franchise way outperformed expectations, earning $58.7 million domestically and knocking out $100.4 million globally. Those numbers are not just the best opening weekend takes for the Creed series, but also for the entire Rocky franchise, and that's nine films and counting. Not only that, but it's also the best box office opening for any sports movie ever though that might also depend on your definition of what constitutes a sports movie. The film, the first in the series to be directed by star Michael B. Jordan, is also on pace to be the highest-grossing movie in the franchise as well. It's currently pacing 109% ahead of Creed and 25% ahead of Creed 2. Jonathan Majors, who co-stars as the film's antagonist, is also now part of the main cast for the number one and number two movies in America with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Doug, how do you pronounce this? Quantumania? I don't know. Falling into second place. I didn't know that this thing was going to be that big of a hit. It's great to hear because I was nervous when Creed 3 was announced. I mean, I'm excited to see what Michael B. Jordan does, but Ryan Coogler did the first two, and he's unbelievable. So I was a little skeptical because I really loved Creed 2. But uh, I can't wait to see uh, Creed 3 with Michael B. Jordan behind the lens. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester Sloan says he will not see it. Did you see that? Yeah, I know. He's not in What's that about? Uh, he's not in this one. He was in the first two Creeds. Right. Um, so I guess there must have been uh, some issue. I mean, Sylvester Stallone in the years since his peak has 
lot of revisionist history on the part of Stallone. Like he claims to have like made all the movies he's made. Um, so it, it wouldn't surprise me if he can be somewhat tough to work with. Uh, just pure speculation there. But uh, he's extremely overrated as an actor too, which I don't get. Well, he's got his role. He's, he's a movie Rocky star more than Rambo, an actor. That's about yeah, it. I think I, I would agree with Jackson. Yeah, that. like The Rock is a movie star, not necessarily an actor. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, I, it did surprise me, though, to hear that he won't even see this. I hope there's no bad blood between him and Michael B. Jordan because they're a good one-two combo. There's not much else out there right now, is there? That's uh, a downtime in pictures. Yeah. Don't say pictures. Oh, do you like that downtime no. in pictures? But you get the Oscars on Sunday. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, what's going to win, Jackson? <laughs> uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, one best picture. And then Banshees wow, of Finnish Sheeran will sweep the acting categories. Wow. I started watching that. He's got inside word. I started watching it over the weekend. Which one? Uh, Interlocking or whatever that is. Banshees of Finnish Sheeran? Yeah, I, I can't understand it. The, the Irish accent just gets to me. I loved it. I know some people were kind of down on it, but it's beautiful to look at. The yeah, I just can't understand what they're saying. You don't speak Irish? Well, not that dialect. I mean, it's it's a heavy Irish. It I is can't heavy. understand it. Yeah, it's a very heavy Irish accent. But I think I think it is really good. It's pretty sad. Yeah, I mean, when you see the premise that uh, his best friend hates him now. Okay, well, where's this going? Yeah, I don't like that premise. I'm sure there's more to it, Must but I couldn't get I for could, pictures. I couldn't get past the Irish accent. I couldn't understand it. Right. And I'm a big Colin Farrell fan. I just can't understand it. Similar to music, I miss the different genres of movies. You know, like everybody had, in music, everybody had a seat at the table. There was punk rock, there was grunge, there was rap, hip-hop, R&B, you had the boy bands. And in movies, there used to be great comedies, dramas, rom-coms, you know, you had suspenseful, thrilling, you know, all these things. And now, it's just four superhero movies a, y a year, one decent movie, one overhyped movie, and then a bunch of crap. Like, that's what's released now. And you think I that's really, kind of a blanket statement there? I mean, they release, like, over 300 movies a year. I don't know if that is. Depending on the super popular one that they shove, sure. like, trailers for, absolutely. Now, yeah. there are diamonds in the rough on the straight-to-streaming services. I'm with you on that. But for the most part, what most people watch nowadays is... Not great movies. Well, you I don't gotta really dig deep to find them, man. I don't like when good, good movies are turned into something else. Like, I love the Joker, one of the best movies and acting performances I've yes. ever seen. And now they're doing Joker, and even though Gaga's in it, it's a musical. Who wants to see that? Yeah. Why don't you just leave it alone? They do too many remakes. There's not a lot of originality. I I, I don't remember when the last comedy movie was out. Like, comedic actors are dumb. Because there's funny movies that aren't necessarily, like, by-the-numbers comedies. We need, like, you, we need Dodgeball, we need Wedding Crash, we need those types of movies that will never come back because the cancel culture, one wrong move, and boom, you're never making a movie. Well, I think a lot of the top I people, a lot of comedies, top people now are doing series for right. HBO and Netflix, and more work there. If I have to see another money. MCU Marvel movie, I, I, I and I love them, but it, a, after a while, it's too much. I'm with you it's there, Paul. Way too, and, and they're good movies. I just Ugh. they're they're Ugh. they're just stale now. They need to stop. There needs to be some sort of change. Yeah, but I mean, there are great movies out there. You just oh, yeah. aren't necessarily going to go like there's not going to be a trailer for it on YouTube. Like you got to work a little bit, but they're. They're out there. People are really good at making movies still. Yeah, we, we, me and Madison have come across some really good indie ones that are on Plex, which is Dotem service. But yeah, it's it's really hard to find the mainstream. I haven't been to the them. movie theater in like, I don't even remember when the last movie. We did Avatar. In the I think, theater. I think, uh, actually, I think Stully made me go to see Creed 1. 
when it came Stully out. Stully made you go see well, that? Well, we were doing a show together. Creed came out, and he had tickets, and he was promoting it, and he said, the show's got to go. And I was part of the show. So I said, God, I don't even like any of these Rocky movies. I'm sure I'm not going to like this. But I will go see. I do what is this take? That there are so many different types of movies? Jesus. And hey, Wrinkles, put your damn phone down. That's from show ombudsman Brian Henry. Oh, no, my, my point went, there used to be great movies in theaters all the time. Like any time of year, it doesn't matter if the awards are around the corner. Like there are good movies in January and February. And the comedic actors are no more. And that pisses me off. Like the Comedic amount, actors we, are, uh, I just, I disagree with that premise. Oh, one, I, I generally find, disagree. Find me a good fight, movie fight. comparable to like any sort of raunchy comedy. There is Seth Rogen's one. one of the biggest movie stars in the entire world. And name me a movie he's done in the last five years. Uh, the American Pickle. He did American Pickle. Doug, the American Pickle. Never heard of it. Can't, couldn't have yeah, been again, too good. Again, like I'm trying to. I'm, what my point was is like the the 10-year stretch we had with like a bunch of Adam Sandler's. We had obviously Grandma's Boy. You have you know Waterboy, or you have a. You know, like I said, dodgeball. You have all these Will movies. Will Ferrell had a string they, of they big just, movies. In. There's nothing even close to that. And I, Jack's not. I, I, I'm not saying there are zero, but it, it's, it, it's they're they're falling from the wayside. Right. I, I, the, the by the numbers comedy has might have been dead, but there's still movies that are funny. You just have to like they're not necessarily going to be straight comedies. Long Shot was a really good Seth Rogen movie from two years ago. Charlize there, and I highly recommend watching that. I will go see the uh, new Jason Statham Aubrey Plaza movie. That's the one I do. Anything with Aubrey Plaza, you'll go see. I I dig her. I'll go see the new (laughs) Mario Party movie. That looks awesome. And I mean, awesome as in like it'll bring me back to nostalgic days. I'm not saying the acting, like any of that, is going to be any good. But I was looking around to to go see a movie a week or two ago. I saw nothing that even remotely interested me. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But streaming services have a ton of things that. You know, they come directly. You know, Netflix has a lot of great, you know, straight to Netflix movies that they've come with. So the Woody Harrelson movie that's coming out is supposed to be good. Champions, I think. Yeah. yeah. And we were giving away tickets. Yeah, to we're giving away. Yeah. yeah. yeah another boxing movie. Uh, Worson Woods Wacko says Plowboy is Basketball. right. Man, this Worson Woods Wacko, you have great support right there, Plowboy. I'll bang him right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, 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 dis, I just disagree with like the, and I get it, like. I've, you guys are not alone in the statement, but like saying that there aren't good movies out anymore and that there's not great, funny like actors, I just wholeheartedly disagree with it. And I'm much more into that stuff than like most people are, so I get that I might be biased, but I think that if you open yourself up and dig a little deeper, you can find now, it. Now, I don't want to use age. I never like to use age, but you, are, you weren't like watching movies in theaters in the early 2000s. I think if you really grasp on just how many good movies were at your fingertips and available to watch and how funny they were, in comparison to now to where you're talking, you're really going to have to look for it. It's night and day. Not saying I'm like 50 years old, but I I would go into movies when I was 12 or 13 in that peak, and it just will never be replicated. It's really sad. I think what Plowsy is saying is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I agree with you, that there's no classic comedies that come out that every like Wedding Crashers, Caddyshack, uh, Pineapple Express, yeah, no can't Grandma's miss. Boys, Clerks, yeah, uh, things like that where they stand the test of time. I haven't really seen a comedy in the last five or six years. And like, oh, what a great movie! I'm going to watch that again. Or oh, remember that line from that? There just really aren't comedy classics coming out like they used to be. Like Airplane and Animal House. Yeah, and that I mean, of- we're going way back, but <clears throat> yeah. Because yep. I love a good comedy. Man, there's nothing better. I thought I guess the hangovers were kind of funny. I mean, they're kind of yeah. stupid in their own First right, one was. But, yeah, okay. 
stretched on the last three. Guys, yeah. you see the action hanging on, happening on the Golf Rivals fan page. The drama happening over there. Uh, Jedediah <laughs> commented under Phil's photo of his <laughs> morning oats, saying he didn't have enough batwing balls to beat level two. And I said, "What's your point?" So that's just something I've been doing. Mm. Thanks. It comes from I haven't seen Rick this banty since he dove off the sailboat after he pissed his yellow diaper. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't do less Panty. I love talking about movies, so always happy. To do I don't think I was on Golf Rival yesterday. Good or bad dot com ever take off? Still working on that. It's a Q4 yeah. thing, you know. Yeah, it's always been Q4. Yeah. <laughs> the, the key is you push it back every quarter, and then you're always like, it's dangerous, you know? It's like an exciting prospect. You know what? Schrodinger's cat. It's both alive and dead. Stupider ideas have made people a lot of money in the past. That's right. Raising it's, capital. It's, it's not the dumbest thing in the world to go ahead and just do that. What comes first? Good or bad.com or Plowsy's OnlyFans? Plowsy's OnlyFans. Good question. Because I have to design a website, and there's a lot of like infrastructure goes. Plowsy just has to take one picture and a mm-hmm. thong, and he's Golden Grams. <laughs> But he, but he won't do it. We're still in the on deck circle on that, right? Sorry, uh, getting in a Twitter argument here. Okay, <laughs> there we go. All right, I'm, I'm back. I'm full attention now. The OnlyFans account. It could happen. Yeah, there, there's content in my phone that could, you know, obviously. Really? Yeah. I, I uh, well, Madison didn't post that one, but she posted a still picture of me eating a peep stick, which is like Ooh. four peeps on one stick, and what I. What were just, you wearing, bra? I I throated it. Oh, I didn't ask that. That could have been on. Oh. Could have been a great one. But, uh, yeah, it, mm. could, ha- it could happen. But Maybe yeah. combine the two. Goodandbad.com has photos of you <laughs> doing crazy things. I don't know if any of them will be, quote, unquote, very I good. heard by advertising strategy. Oh, I, yeah. could. I don't yeah. know if that Jackson I suppose it could. saw this website being going that route. <laughs> I mean, if, if we get desperate enough, I guess we can... Well, that's sharing yeah. nudes. Yeah, trust me. There's nothing no, oh. no shut. There are people in this restaurant, and I'm just in here moaning. Like I'm Wish you had taking the high hard one. And someone's in there, like the major D's, like, oh, don't worry, he's just on HD. Yeah, it's just a radio <laughs> show. <laughs> like, what kind of show? <laughs> I heard him discussing, and somebody walked by and goes, "What's going on?" Oh, somebody's yeah. doing a radio show. And I'm in the middle of one of their dining rooms, moaning. Mm. <laughs> consistently moaning too. Yeah, consistently <laughs> moaning as one of the, my coworkers discusses his OnlyFans, where he's suckling a peeps lollipop. It's quite a show. Mm. Yeah. And always. Well, different. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going into the uh, design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Okay. What do we have coming up on uh, Mungan Ass Balloon Party? Uh, where Garrett listens, Jackson. Chris Kerber at 10.15 a.m. Uh, I got Anybody got anything you want me to ask Chris Kerber? Please. Well, I'll just say, how about that blue note? I guess that <laughs> could get it started. Ask him if he wants to join uh, Maroon and Pang in their, th- in their twosome. We'll play, we'll make, give them a shot to have a threesome. Oh, wow. How about that? The numbers are almost Panger even loves talking enough. about that matchup. He brings it up more than I do. Really? There are Cardinal fans saying we have four elite outfielders, and Carlson barely dribbled a home run over... Barely dribbled it? 378 You got feet. all of that one. God, I hate the fans. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I hate the fans so much. You hate them because they, they, they were happy about Carlson's home run? Oh, uh, yeah. We have four elite outfielders. God, our definition of elite. 
Well, we might have I won. I guess that's the reason why we give Daniel Descalzo three standing ovations. <laughs> oh, Because Elite is very We might low. have won with Jordan Walker. He looks like he's going to be You put on that jersey and put a rally monkey on your shoulder. Yep. Boom, bronze statue. Oh. Sorry, Doug. Doug Rally Monkey, our friends from the Angels in 2002 Rally Squirrel 2011 mm-hmm. Cardinals. Right. And that was on the World Series ring, was it not? The Rally Squirrel was Squirrel on. Should have been. The yeah. World Series ring. Uh, well, the Iggy Lottery winnings are going to be bumped another day. Nobody had Elaine Boozler as the totally unrelated reference to what is being talked about on the show. Three listeners had Tom Dreesen. Although being a comedian that no one has not heard of in multiple years, that's just not close enough. Anywho, a few years back, I was cutting lawns to make me a living. I was young and naive, so I had no idea the pompous grass, green gnomes, and... Perla? Great. How do you pronounce P-U-R-L-E? P-U-R-L-E? I I don't know. It's close to purple. (laughs) Purple? Maybe it was a P was missing? Purple landscaping rocks. And pink flamingos were a sign that the owner wanted to bang everybody. There was no answer at the door, so I went around the back to the sound of the music. And there he was, waxing his LeBaron convertible with a loofah. His hair was fine, kind of had a Hager twins of hee-haw fame thing going on. A pair of super tight khakis accentuating his pineapple-skinned loafers. Like a moth to a light, he pulled me in with his machismo. Within seconds, we were making out. His black toe ring started to scratch my back. (laughs) As he wrapped his legs around my midriff. Mm. Then he flipped over on my stomach and gave me some words of wisdom. Get ready, because that kiss may have made your day. But anal is going to make your whole week. Are there still people in the restaurant right next to you? (laughs) Oh... Doug, that comes from the first name is Dixon, and then the last name is Naz. Dixon Naz. Dixon Naz. Don't get it. (laughs) If you have to wonder why you haven't been contacted to promote the new MLS team, you probably already know the answer. When I think of soccer and the type of fan that I'd want to attract, I immediately think of a frumpy... 30-year chain-smoking radio producer wearing American girl sunglasses, doll girl sunglasses, <laughs> and a military para- military parachute zipped up to his nose, who continually confuses the soccer team with the football team and publicly rips the announcing crew. If you build it, they probably still won't leave their musty Maryland Heights lair. Oh, and hey, New Yorkers will be masturbating at my friend Paulie's studio in Queens oh. at 9:15 once he leaves. <laughs> so bring your own towels in Hawaiian Tropic. Thanks. That comes from pronouns are he, him, and whole. Pronouns he, him, and whole. Uh, by the way, uh, Matt Seebeck texted me uh, and said, uh, I heard Iggy confused me for Joe Parisi on the air, dot, 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 again. again. <laughs> Did you do that again? No, I said, I know Matt's part of it, but Joe Parisi has got pictures of him all over the field with a credential on, and people are... Th- Congratulating Joe Parisi on a job well done. We could have done this without you. So obviously he's got something to do with the team. I don't I think, think that was Joe Matt, Parisi. That's Matt Seaback. That was Matt Seaback. It was because he's like the marketing guy. I know, but well, I'll find Joe Parisi. I know who Matt Seaback is. What he's a he's a muckety muck with the STLC. Well, I thought Parisi was too. All right, Matt, you can bring me a jersey. I won't have to talk about anybody anymore. Doesn't matter who it is, as long as you get your free jersey. Well, pretty much so, yeah. 
My sources tell me that STL City will soon be adding a dog bowl filled with toasted ravioli to compete with helmet nachos and a soccer ball made out of toasted ravioli filled with marinara. Also, my boyfriend Simon and I hooked up with a few ravioli boys after the game. They're great kissers. Got a scoot. That's from Doug's Microphone Shadow. Doug's Microphone Shadow. And young Daniel Descalsco. Even Plow was choking back giggles there. I love that guy. Thanks. That comes from number one Asian intern Brian Henshin, a.k.a. SMR Ting Ting 4.5. Next 100 subs who also sign up for my monthly ASMR newsletter will receive a special whisper recreation of Elaine Boozler's Party of One cassette tape from the 80s. Had I ever heard of her before? No. Did I pull the name for that cassette tape from Wikipedia? Yes. But hey, hijacker's going to hijack, right? Wrinkles Bin Laden. Thanks again. That's ASMR Ting Ting 4.5. Hmm. <laughs> Brian Henshin, Ting Ting, 4.5. <laughs> and Young, me again, oh, Matt God. Seebeck, Joe Parisi, Tim, the cat. Oh, hell, I don't know. Just give me free stuff, damn it. Thanks. That mm. comes from number one Asian intern, Brian Henshin, listener of the year candidate. Right. <laughs> Brian Henshin, listener of the year candidate. I do think it might be time to take away Iggy's phone. He prematurely ended his fan page hiatus because he had to find out if a woman on the fan page was talking about him when she said, quote, record store guy, because the day before Iggy had posted a bunch of records he bought at Vintage Vinyl. Over the weekend, Iggy got banty on TMA merch master Mike Flanagan's post about a bowling tournament in Iowa. He fired the shot, quote, Waterloo and Springfield, PBA making all the major stops. Are they in LOTC next week? To which Mike politely replied that this was not a PBA event and he's been streaming this event on his private network for the last decade. Kim R. replied to Iggy with a South Park meme. Calm down, dude. Terrific stuff by the texter who compiled the TMA Saber metrics, but everybody knows the reason Iggy talks so much is because he's responding to texts to correct what he thinks are lies, but are actually correcting Iggy's lies or misquotes of himself. Iggy tried to recap the Chris Rock joke where he messed up a Will Smith movie reference saying emancipation instead of concussion, which Iggy mistakenly and repeatedly said inception. Iggy again repeatedly begged Joe Parisi, voiceover artist, and the Bruce Buffer of local MMA for a soccer jersey when he clearly meant City SC CXO Matt Seebeck. I can't imagine what the holdup is on the free jersey. I mean, how does City SC plan to stay relevant without Iggy promoting him? Just ask Elaine Boozler how it's been working out for her. That comes from Buck Swope. Buck Swope with a very nice little email. <laughs> and finally, hey guys, I wanted to shoot a quick and informative email to let you know you're still airing a particularly bad 60-second sizzle promo for new episodes of Pepper and Genie yeah. available every weekday, even though the last time that thing was force-fed into the podcast feed was late December of 2022, assuming you're not counting the lowly anticipated reunion tour they did with two very special guests that were hardly given a chance to speak. <laughs> My ass. <laughs> a porn director who duped his parents into believing he was a showrunner on Mike and Molly for 12 years. And the adult actress he brought along, the genie yet again, forced into witness protection, this time by implying he was going to kidnap and smuggle her into a third world country with him on a radio giveaway trip as the quote plus one he was not offered. But she'd be forced into sleeping in his boss's bed because he doesn't share single occupancy rooms with anyone who isn't married or plagued with crypto gut bacteria. Oh. <laughs> well, I could have taken one, so 
Because it wasn't offered. <laughs> Anyway, smash that like button, hit the notification bell, and interact with me on Twitter, where I almost exclusively retweet porn stars and nude bot accounts. Last night, I had a nice little convo with a bot whose bio reads, Hi, gorgeous, I am in your town. She tweeted, thinking of you, with a scantily clad photo linking to a credit card site, to which I responded, You too, sweetie. Let me know when you come to town. We can interview ridiculously early in the morning on our show with a host who is so fed up with our antics that he picked up and moved his entire family in the middle of the night and he now hosts the presentation from five states away when he's able to find electricity <laughs> and then afterwards i got a couple ribeyes in my ice box i can cook for us thanks that comes from just a guy in a trench coat with a pocket full of batteries and a flashlight waddling around a dance floor <laughs> Just a guy in a trench coat with a couple of batteries wandering around a dance floor. He's new. And that's what we have for the designer heating and cooling email today. What you got? Well, I thought Brian Hinchin, listener of the year candidate, was good. Short, snappy, good. Buck Swope with a very nice little email. Uh, but I got to go with the last fella. Just a guy in a trench coat. Well, I'm going to let Tim vote because I know where he's going to vote, and I'm going to try to suck up a little bit. I don't even know if he emailed or not. If it's a text, I'm voting for Matt Seebeck. <laughs> he didn't send in an email. Seebeck emailed in for the designer heating. He texted my phone. That's oh, that how counts. he communicated. You text, he texted that, during the email. You would so like Seebeck to get the email yeah. today. Uh, I am going to vote for uh, just a guy in a trench coat with a pocket full of batteries and yep. a flashlight waddling around a dance floor. Sure. He is one. The designer heating and cooling email of the day. Jackson and I are going to win, though, because we get to host Balloon Party, driven by Mungas, St. Louis Acura, and just read hateful texts to each other for the next hour. Plus, Chris Kerber's going to stop by and get us ready for the Blues and the Coyotes. Uh, I will be doing a sound story coming up after Balloon Party via the phone lines. Any other sound stories today? Friends of the Feathers? Is that it? Nope. I'm Han Solo? No, yep. I so I can do that? Come. All right, very good. Uh, that'll wrap it up for today's presentation. Time to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Selvin Vaughn, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.